Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. So you remember recently we've been talking about how I think the trans movement in a way may have saved the country because it was too much. It it woke up normie norm. And you're starting to see this everywhere. And I, I hesitate to even say this too much because I'm worried... People will get complacent or we'll let it go or we'll just kind of we'll think, oh, OK, we finally got them when now is the time to step on the gas. You make sure the communist is finished so he can never come back. But you're starting to see little signs all over the place. Headline from not the B Major League Baseball dumped their pride logo on Facebook after just 24 hours after massive ridicule. 
multiple Major League Baseball players now, multiple have come out, not with little passive-aggressive weenie statements, with bold, in-your-face statements saying, no, no pride jersey for me. No, that despicable drag group needs to go away. No, this is wrong. I'm talking bold statements. And man, in hindsight, how bad does Anthony Bass look? I recognized yesterday uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the Pride community, which yeah. includes friends of mine and close family members of mine. And I'm truly sorry for that. Um, I just spoke with my teammates. Yeah, we, we got it. We got it. But there is something happening. Even last year, you would never have seen something like this happening. I think the Bud Light stuff, and this is why I was so loud about pressing on the gas when many people in the Republican Party, big shots in the Republican Party, were saying to back off. This is why I said you cannot back off. You must press and press and press and make an example of them. You have to make an example of them. I think the Bud Light stuff has American companies genuinely shook because Bud Light was in Anheuser-Busch, but Bud Light specifically was the number one beer sold in America. And it's not going to be by the time this is done. They're in free fall, and they can't reverse it. I think it woke other corporations up to the fact it doesn't matter how strong you are. We can hurt you with our dollars. When we put our money where our morals are, we can hurt you. An American brand like Bud Light is now toxic for at least a generation. Wrap your mind around that. For a generation. My kids, my sons, who obviously don't even drink beer, I hope, they're 12 and 14, they know about Bud Light. They will never have one. I mean, who knows if someone will hand them one one day, but they'll never order it. It's a joke around the house. They know a generation gone, wiped out. One liberal white woman hired. One is all it took. One. They hired that nutball in the, in the marketing department, throws a tranny on a beer can. I'm tired of the frat boy stuff. American icon gone like that. And I think it has other corporations afraid. And that's good. You should be afraid of us corporations. You should take that fear into account. What we will do to you with our dollars if you continue to cross us. Remember it. Write it down. Dear world famous historian. (laughs) I finally got around to watching the movie Gettysburg. That's a good movie. With it being a Hollywood production, I wasn't expecting much as far as reality and truth in it. I caught some of the Rebs became traitors and joined the Yanks. I'm sure it happened on occasion, but how many really did switch sides? I'm really interested in this because I recently discovered that my four times great-grandfather was captured by the North, made to go to a Canadian prison, had to walk three months back home. Uh... One, people switch sides in combat all the time, so I'm sure it did happen. I'm sure it did happen. But you're never going to get an accurate Civil War movie out of Hollywood in any era. We love our history, all history. This isn't unique to the Civil War. We love our history dumbed down. We do. Why? It's not because we're dumb. It's because dumbed down is easily digestible. What we want is easily digestible. And the the history they teach students, it's all dumbed down for the dumb kids. And it's easily digestible. So what lessons do children learn about the Civil War in America? North good, south bad. Blip. That's it. That's all they learn. 
They don't learn about the deep history of it. They don't learn about what a complicated affair it was with many angels and demons on both sides. How many people out there know? How many people in the United States of America, this would be a fascinating and very disheartening experiment. How many people in the United States of America know that Lincoln offered to let the South keep their slaves if they would just come back to the Union? Did you know that? Did you know that? Did you know that Lincoln wanted to deport all the black people in America to Liberia? Did you know that? St. Saint Abe? And I hate to speak ill of St. Abe, but you didn't know that because no one teaches history anymore. These are historical facts. Angels and demons on both sides. A horrific affair. But people want their history easily digestible. And now, especially with the Confederate thing, because slavery is obviously freaking horrible, Nobody wants to be associated with friggin' horrible. No one wants to be associated with slavery. No one wants to be called a racist today because, not that it's ever good to be a racist, but in our society, that's somehow become the highest of evils, racism, when there are a lot of worse things you can be. Anyway, now people will just repeat that endlessly, and it's the least controversial thing to do. You can never get yourself in any trouble. All you have to do now is say, North good, South bad, bad. And then you're, you're totally safe. And people love safe. I don't. I hate it, as you can tell. I despise it because history is complicated, and I find history to be complicated. I like digesting all parts of history. I like, a, I like digesting historical bad guys. Uh, Genghis Khan's a great example. Genghis Khan is thought to be responsible, no one will ever know, for 40 million deaths. Do you understand? Do you understand how... You know, Chris said he made up for it in bursts. Chris, that's not right. That's not. Do you understand how insane that number is before the invention of bullets and bombs and things? 40 million people with bows and arrows and swords and spears? 40 million. Thought to be a historical bad guy. Was he? I don't know. History's complicated. I, I don't know. He didn't start that first war with the Charismian Shah. There's plenty of evidence that China was the one poking the Mongols before Genghis Khan went down there, and that the Khrizmian Shah was the Middle Eastern, the Muslim nation. Genghis Khan was trying to trade with them. He sent them a whole a whole convoy of trade goods, and he said, hey, uh, here's some trade goods. We should trade. And they took his envoys, and they, they killed them and cut their beards off and stuff. And he even extended another hand and said, uh, I'm sure that was a mistake. Here's my envoys. We should trade. And they did it again. And, well, then Genghis Khan showed up at their door, and he melted down silver and poured it into the guy's eyes and mouth for what he did to him. Now, you can make Genghis Khan the bad guy there, and I'm not saying that makes him a good guy, but is he the only bad guy in that story? I don't know. History's complicated. All of it. This is why I don't like narratives at all that say good guy, bad guy. Who are you rooting for between the Nazis and the communists, by the way? Now, nobody's pro-Hitler, but Stalin was busy slaughtering Jews, too. Stalin, well, Stalin was busy slaughtering everybody. Stalin was starving his people to death. Stalin was a monster. Now, we look at that because Nazis are freaking awful. And we look at that and we think, yeah, go Soviet Union. The Soviet Union was a deeply evil place. You could make the argument, the Soviet Union, especially in the beginning, the Lenin-Stalin Soviet Union, 
you could make the argument that is the most evil regime in the history of mankind. The things they did to people, to their own people, to their own people. But we love we love to simplify everything. Sometimes they're all bad guys. When the Nazis fight the communists, I hope they all die. They're all bad guys. Sometimes they're good guys, historically. Sometimes, historically, both sides are good. Sometimes they're both bad. Oftentimes, most of the time, it's complicated. But we don't like complicated. We like simple. We love simple. The Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor. What right do they have? Evil monsters sucker punching us. Did we have the right to seize all the Japanese gold in America? Which we did before Pearl Harbor? And you know I don't do the revisionist history, America sucks, but again, we like simple. Because simple's easily digestible. History's not simple. It's not. It's complicated. Anyway, I think about that all the time when I think about the Civil War stuff. All right. We got a lot more Ask Dr. Jesse questions, and I have been way too lazy. We're going to start motoring through these. You know what's, you know what else is complicated? The corporate world. Where do you buy? Where don't you buy? That's why I'm thrilled that we have alternate economies popping up. Companies like MyPillow give us options because you need bedding. You do. You need pillows. You need sheets. You need mattress toppers. You need slippers, dog beds, pajamas. You need towel sets. And where did you always go for that stuff before? Look, guilty as charged. Where did I go? Bed, bath, and beyond or Walmart or something like that. Was, was, that was where you went to go get it. I don't have to do that anymore. I can go to my pillow and support a company that shares my values, that actually spends my money on my values. That might be the best part about it. It's not even that they have the best best towel set in the world, 25 bucks right now, over 70% off, but they do. MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square and use the promo code JESSE. Go get a couple six-piece towel sets, all USA cotton. That's putting your money where your morals are. Not walking down to Target for your new towels. Going to MyPillow.com for your new towels. MyPillow.com, radio listener special square, promo code JESSE, or call 800-845-0544. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. That's been a lot of serious and a lot of heavy. Let's just churn through the questions top to bottom now because I am way behind. Jesse. Oh, actually, I want to address one more thing before I move on to that. Michael brought up a good point. We were talking about good guys and bad guys and, and who's evil and who's good. And historically, when we look at things, you know General Sherman, right? General William Tecumseh Sherman. Now, depending on your location in the country, either you're smiling right now or you're wincing. He's not that popular in the old Atlanta area. But here's the truth. William Tecumseh Sherman, was he a good guy? Was he a bad guy? Or was he an effective guy? Now, maybe you're sitting there right now and you're uh, proud, uh, big, big Civil War fan, and you love the Union. You love the North. Uh, as soon as I said Sherman, you got a smile on your face. I will tell you, I personally love Sherman. I love a lot of the generals on both sides, to be honest with you. I think it's a fascinating time. But you got a smile on your face. You're thinking about Sherman and his what? His march to the sea. Now, what was Sherman's march to the sea that you're so proud of him about? It was Sherman 
declaring total war on the people of the South, not the military, the people of the South, and going through the South, burning down civilian homes and infrastructure, destroying their railway lines, burning up their farms and agriculture. So you you think that's the good guy? And I'm not saying he's a bad guy, by the way. Remember, I'm a Sherman fan. Is he the good guy? Do you think you'd think he was the good guy if you're some poor southern family? You don't have any slaves. You don't care about slavery. You're just running a little farm down outside of Atlanta. You, wife, five kids, trying to get by. This war's been tough on everyone. And in comes the Union Army. They kick you out of your home, burn it to the ground. They salt your fields behind you and leave you and your family standing on the side of the road. Does Sherman look like the good guy in that situation? Kids crying. Wife saying, what are we going to do? And again, I'm not ripping on the guy. But history is complicated. Complicated. And anyone who presents it to you as being simple is either an idiot or they're treating you like an idiot. It's not simple. It's complicated. Jesse, is this a book tour or a Cheddar Bay Biscuit tour, she says. Okay, I didn't realize this. She actually... <laughs> She looked at the the book tour stops in Texas, Utah, Pennsylvania, and Florida. <laughs> in Texas, there's a Red Lobster 0.4 miles away. In Utah, it's 1.4 miles away. Pennsylvania, it's 4.3 miles away. And Florida, one mile away. All right. I did not do that. I know no one's going to believe me. On my life, I had nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. Will I be taking advantage of it? Well, I think we all know I will. But I had nothing to do with that at all. I am the Frito Bandido. I like Fritos corn chips. I love them, I do. I want Fritos corn chips. I'll get them from you. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Fritos corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, 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 bunch of Fritos. Jesse, ACDC's A Long Way to the Top came on the car the other day. I was rocking out to a few extra miles per hour when the bagpipes came in hot. I started wondering, are bagpipes annoying? Are they ruining this song? Bagpipes are amazing. Now, that may be... See, Chris is scoffing at this. I remember... Now, we didn't grow up talking about our heritage in the Kelly household. I don't even know how much of my blood is what. Obviously, there's quite a bit of Irish in there because my last name's freaking Kelly, and that's about as Irish as it gets. So maybe that, maybe that comes into play. But I love bagpipes. I think bagpipes are awesome i think amazing grace on bagpipes beautiful song and that spot in uh, a long way to the top the acdc song where he hammers out the bagpipes that's the best part of the freaking song i'd turn that thing up there but maybe it's a maybe it's a cultural preference thing chris you don't like bagpipes is that a jewish thing it looks really you said you said you have to be really good at it it looks like it would be very difficult to play i look at things like the bagpipes or the saxophone with eight thousand buttons and i just know i couldn't do it i know i couldn't jesse you would always say a while back that you thought eric adams would be the nominee in 2024 
Now I hear you say often you think it could be Gavin Newsom. Are you rescinding your previous prediction? His name is John. John, listen. When I make predictions that don't turn out to be true, I don't acknowledge them on the air. I don't own up to my mistakes. I ignore them and cover them up and act like they never happened. That's that's what a man does. So I won't be owning this prediction I supposedly made about Eric Adams being president. I don't even remember that. I don't think that happened. Yeah, VP. Yeah, he'll be VP, Chris. That's what I said. You thought I said president, but what I said was vice president, and you just kind of missed the vice portion of it. So I don't know what you're talking about. Eric Adams is going to be president. That's ridiculous. What a stupid prediction. I can't believe John said that. Anyway, we have a bunch more Ask Dr. Jesse questions coming. Somebody is mad at Trump. I don't know that he should be, but he's really mad at Trump, and we will discuss that in just a moment. Before we get to that, let us get to this. Let's get to your T-levels. They're real, fellas. We have to talk about uncomfortable things from time to time. Testosterone is important for men. It is important for many things that go well beyond making babies. Your overall strength, your health, your focus, your rest at night. We have free-falling testosterone levels. At 20 years old, guys are having this, let alone 80, 90. Chalk is trying to change this naturally, and they're doing it. Not with injections in your arm, with natural herbal supplements. But they have so much more than the male vitality stack at Chalk. That's the one I bring up because I only want to bring up what I take. They have endless natural herbal supplements. Is there something that, that you something you want addressed in your life? Go to choq.com and look at everything they have. The highest quality natural herbal supplements from anti-communists. What could be better than that? choq.com promo code Jesse gets you 35% off subscriptions. Go. Go take that male vitality stack for 90 days and tell me how you feel. choq.com promo code Jesse. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Is the Jesse Kelly show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday? Let's do a little 2024 primary talk. I haven't done that in a few days, but someone has a an Ask Dr. Jesse question. Sounds like he's got an issue with Trump. Let's deal with it. Hola, mi amigo Jesse. My question, why do they continue, he's talking about the Trump's camp, to hit DeSantis on COVID lockdowns when Trump has one of the worst records with countless hours of video backing up his terrible decisions? He says, Buenos Tardes, and I don't want to read his name because they'll probably track him down and yell at him. Okay, let's deal with let's deal with this right off the bat. We're going to set aside personal feelings for a moment, and let's deal with campaign strategy. And I'll come back to the personal feelings stuff, but let's just deal with campaign strategy. Remember this. Trump Trump is in a primary, as you know. His main opponent, his only real opponent, is Ron DeSantis. That's the only guy who has a chance at beating Trump. So Trump wants to gobble up as much of the primary vote as possible. Think of the primary vote like a, like a highway. Like a, like a bunch of lanes, a four or five lane highway. All right. So there's four or five lanes. You want as many lanes as possible. That's what you want to control. Trump has a lot of lanes that he will control because he's Trump. 
if you're a immigration hawk, if you're a super big immigration person, you probably are a Trump person. He came down. He spoke boldly about it. He still speaks boldly about it. If you're an immigration person, you probably got your MAGA hat on right now. Uh, foreign policy is another one. Trump's foreign policy was freaking dynamite. Just has a really good idea. He handles that world stage very well, handles world leaders very well. I'm sure it's that business experience. Donald Trump owns that lane. So he's got some lanes. Now, ideally, you want all the lanes, but you're not going to get all the lanes. That's not realistic. Different people want different things. So if there's a lane you can't have, then the goal is to at least deny that lane to your main opponent so he doesn't own it. Which brings us to the COVID stuff. 15 days to slow the spread was Trump. Don't care if that makes you mad, it was. He gave the country to Fauci. Still defends not firing Fauci to this day. He did do that. Trump's COVID lockdown record is abysmal. Again, don't write me your emails. It, it is. It's, it's awful. He gave Fauci a medal on the way out of the White House. Okay, it's awful. It's really bad. He knows that. He's aware of that. He's not an idiot. His people are aware his lockdown record's really, really bad. It is. And he's also aware that people are upset about it. He was asked, to, he had a uh, meeting with his supporters yesterday in Iowa, and some lady jumped him about the vaccine, still pushing the vaccine out there. And he defended himself and defended it and whatnot. So he's not an idiot. He knows that lane, that lane of the highway, the COVID lockdown lane. He knows that lane is denied to him. He cannot have it. He, there's nothing he can do. COVID lockdowns and all that stuff, it's still fresh in people's minds. He can't have that lane. So the mission, and it's not a stupid mission, I don't think. I'm not, I'll get into what it means for me personally. I'm setting that aside. But the mission is simply to deny that lane to DeSantis, who is going to own that lane. He's not going to own that lane because DeSantis never locked down. DeSantis did lock down. DeSantis is going to own that lane because he's the one who not only put the brakes on it, he was the leader nationally in going all the way against the mandates, all the way against everything. It's why so many people moved to Florida, so many people vacationed in Florida. It doesn't matter what you bring up now. The reality is it's fresh on everyone's mind. Florida was the free state. Florida was the place you didn't have to wear a mask in Red Lobster. Florida was that, and it was because of DeSantis. Donald Trump does not want to give his main opponent one of the biggest lanes in the primary. He can't have it. It's denied to Trump. He won't ever get that lane. If you're somebody who's super passionate about COVID lockdowns, if that's your thing, you know that's my thing, but if that's your thing, you're not going to be a Trump voter, period. He won't apologize for anything he did. He still brags about all of it. You're not going to be a Trump voter. He knows. So at least try to deny that lane to DeSantis. Uh, you can decide if that's a smart campaign strategy or not. We know now, I, I know this from inside people I have, that is the strategy. That's the plan. It's He's going to go for a tie. That's the goal. Go for a tie. Oh, hey, we both kind of locked down. We're both locked down, guys. Try to muddy the waters enough to confuse people enough to make it look like, well, we're both, we're both kind of this and we're fine. Let's just punt. Let's move on to other issues. That's the plan. The problem with that in certain circles is this. 
it, it can get insulting to people if you tell people you didn't do something you did do and if you tell people hey this guy this guy did this when he didn't do it it can end up coming off wrong but that's kind of the primary that's just how the primary goes that's how it, that's how primaries go i know trump lost a couple endorsements we we brought it up the other day the kayla McEnany stuff kayla McEnany was trump's press secretary and she was awesome she was awesome absolutely awesome and we loved that everyone loved her everyone on the right loved her apparently her and trump had a falling out the other day or they had a falling out at some point in time and so she just well she didn't do much she read some poll numbers on the air and trump just blasted her made her called her a rhino made her sound like an idiot off of that some state reps and state senators in New Hampshire and other places have come out and switched their endorsements from Trump to DeSantis. One lady flat out said it's because of what he said about Kayla McEnany. Look, that's a primary. They're going to fight. They're going to throw mud at each other. They're going to throw poop at each other. And the way Trump brawls is the way he's always brawled. I don't know why that's shocking to people. It's going to end up turning some people off. That's inevitable. Remember this, though. He doesn't have to get everyone. If you're on Team Trump, you know this. He's not going to worry about making you mad or losing this endorsement or losing that. You just can't lose too many. All he needs is a, hard, a higher percentage of that vote. All he needs is more lanes than the, the guy who's in second, and he's going to be the nominee. So as a result, it's going to be a very nasty campaign, and you should prep yourself for that. It's going to be a nasty, gutter trash, mud-throwing campaign. That's how Trump likes to campaign. And we like it when he does that to Democrats. Some people don't like it when he does it to Republicans. But that's what it's going to be. It's going to be full of lies and poop-throwing. And it'll be really, really, it'll be an ugly affair, an ugly state of affairs. You should already be prepped and ready for that. I've told you this for a long time. It's going to be that. If that stuff makes you uncomfortable, I get it. It won't last forever. It'll end the second the primary is over, but that's why. That's the goal. That's why they do that stuff. It, there's no way around that. Look, if you're Donald Trump, you wish you could do COVID over again, obviously. He's not president because of how he did COVID. Let's be honest. The COVID lockdown stuff led directly to all the mail-in voting. He's, he, he would still be president today if he hadn't handed the country to Fauci. That's the bottom line. He would have. But he did. I'm sure he'll regret that to his dying day. For whatever reason, he has decided the appropriate strategy instead of owning it is to just kind of lie about it or brag about it. it wouldn't be the strategy I'd go with, but I get what he's doing. I get what he's doing. I, I understand it, and it may work. Look, if he ends up winning the primary, it certainly may work. All right, we're moving on. This guy wants to know, why does the LGBTQ want to single themselves out? This guy wants to move from California. This guy wants to yell at me about Bucky's. Someone else has a question about replacing the carts in the grocery parking lot. All that and more is still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. But first, let's talk about your IRA, your 401k, that money you have in the market that's a little shaky, to put it mildly. And it's going to be remain very, very shaky. You know they're getting ready to jack interest rates up again, right? Oxford Gold will get gold or silver 
in your IRA and 401k. What's that do? Well, it raises the floor. So whenever the bubble pops, you can only drop so far. Why? Because they're precious metals, man. It's not tech stocks. They're precious metals. They've always had value. They will always have value. You have to call 833-995-GOLD, and they'll get gold or silver in your 401k or IRA. They'll mail gold and silver coins to your front door as well, and that's something else you need to do. That's basic security. 833-995-GOLD. Call Oxford Gold Group today, all right? We'll be back. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Don't worry, we still have more than an hour left in the show. We're good to go. We're good to go. All right, this guy has, has a question. Jesse, why does the LGBTQ want to single themselves out? We all have human rights, so why can't they just be human? Well, first of all, let's be clear about something. Most people, no matter what their choices are, want to be left alone. So let's address who you're actually talking about here. The, the rainbow demon mob activists out there. The ones who want to rub it in your kid's face. The ones parading around half naked in the streets with pink feather boas on. That's who we're talking about here. Let me explain. I'm not talking about the people who want to be left alone. Let's address the activist group. If you're the type of person who does that kind of thing, you are a broken human being. If you believe that you should put on lipstick and tell a six-year-old that he's actually a woman, you have deep, deep problems inside of you. And you will have a level of bitterness and anger there for probably some legitimate reasons, to be honest with you. Because if that's the type of adult you are, think of your childhood. Think of what you... Do you think you were raised in a nice, loving home? No, you were probably raised by friggin' wolves. And so you end up a wolf. And you find yourself a horrifically bitter 30-year-old white woman with no prospects. So you pretend you're a dude and you get your tomboy haircut and you buy your cats and you go scream at people for a living because you're miserable and you're bitter. And along comes somebody, the communist overlords in this country, and that somebody walks up to that whale and he tells her, hey, you've been oppressed, haven't you? Aren't you mad? I'm mad for you. You're, you've been oppressed, haven't you? Hey, give me some power. Elect me. Work on my campaign. Donate to my campaign. Be an advocate for me. And when I get to office, I'm going to help you out. I'm not only going to help you, I'm going to hurt the people you're mad at. That is a very, very appealing message. If uh, if you, let's say you're a kid again, or maybe you're a kid now, and let's say you're on the way to school one day and you get a bully, steps out in front of you, says, give me your lunch money, socks you in the face, got a bloody nose, steals your lunch money, walks away. Next day, different bully. Socks you in the face, steals your lunch money, walks away. Next day, over and over and over and over and over again. Soon you're beaten down, you're scared, you're tired of getting punched in the face, friggin' hurts. And then that night, knock on your front door, you open up the door, 
and you're looking at a Hell's Angels biker who just got released from prison early on a technicality after murdering five people. And he tells you, hey, man, you want me to handle those bullies for you? All you have to do is let me move in. I'll move in. I'll bunk next door to you. But I'll handle that bully problem for you, no problem. Are you sure you'd say no? When people get consumed with angst and bitterness and misery, they go looking to solve that. People don't want to remain in that condition. They want a solution. And oftentimes, because we're people and we're idiots and we're all fallen and broken, we go looking for all the wrong solutions. I've done it before in my life. You? I've, I've, shoot, I'll, I'll have a bad day and I'll go eat too much food. I'll, uh, have an extra glass of whiskey you shouldn't have. Have you not sought out bad ways to fix your bad day? It's human nature. Expand that to the communists. Remember, communism is simply the religion of the malcontent. Why do these people single themselves out? That's why. That's exactly why. Jesse, Bucky's is in Alabama. I was talking about the great Texas gas station Bucky's yesterday. We go to Orange Beach slash Gulf Shores a couple times a year. We can't not go there every time we go to the beach. I recommend Orange Beach if you've never been. The whitest sand I've ever seen and never a college spring break wreck. Great for family fun. All right, now I'm in trouble here because I'm not sure what to do about this. On one hand, I adore Alabama, as everyone knows. And on the other hand... I adore Orange Beach. It's freaking beautiful. But in saying that, I've just put the word out there, and now I will have Alabama people all up in my emails screaming at me for giving away the secret of Orange Beach. People don't know about it. People look at a map, and you think, oh, wow, Alabama only has about an inch of beach. There's not much beach there. That little sliver Alabama has is so Stupid cool. I love Alabama. I might move to Alabama one day. Alabama, Mississippi, somewhere. I don't know, even though you can't get good Mexican food over there. But still, I might go to Alabama. Yes, Alabama's crazy cool and an underrated beach. Uh, Birmingham's kind of gone to crap, but I had a blast in Birmingham with the wife one time and kids. And I had this went in this restaurant, and they had brec- or, uh, biscuit beignets. You know what beignets are? In in New Orleans, it's the a pastry, a pastry with powdered sugar on it. They're delicious, melt-in-your-mouth kind of pastry type thing. These were biscuit beignets where they essentially took a little chunk of a biscuit and they deep-fried it or did whatever and then poured powdered sugar on the top and you dipped them in some kind of, I think it was a caramel sauce. It might have been a chocolate sauce. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, yeah, I love Alabama. I love it. Jesse. I'm 18 years old. I live in California, going to college at a private Christian university. I want to move out of California. What state should I move to? I'm used to the triple-digit heat. I want to live in the southern coast of Cali in a red county, but I don't want to live in California. I want to be near the water. Orange Beach. I just answered the question for you. Roll on down to Alabama. Or, the look, the panhandle of Florida is really, really cool. Mississippi's really cool. Chris... I know you said Texas, buddy. It's time to have a talk. I loved, I love Texas. No, Chris, I love Texas. Okay. I, I moved here on purpose. I moved here without a job just because I wanted to be in Texas. So I'm pro Texas. All right. These Texas beaches are not good, pal. 
No, I know there's South Padre Island. I'm aware there's one good beach in the entire state. These Texas beaches are not good. Don't get me wrong. You can have fun in, in a beach town like Galveston. I've had all kinds of fun in Galveston. But if you're used to California beaches, you're going to walk into Galveston and think, what in the name of all that is sacred am I looking at here? If No, Chris, it's not just a little different. It's not. If he's used to California beaches, he needs to get down to Florida or Alabama or something like that. All right. We have much, much more. Returning your golf cart in ESG and more. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.